Today in the podcast, I interview Jessica Geis, who's a subconscious psychologist. She helps leaders to stop sabotaging themselves. She says that to gain clarity, you must be the observer of your experience rather than the player in the existence. To gain power, you must rewire your subconscious mind, and to follow through, you have to get out of your comfort zone. Listen on for her story. All right, so today I am here with my lovely friend Jessica Geist, and she is going to tell us her story. So... It's nice to be here, Marnie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to connect with your audience and to share my experience and my story and my life. I believe the first thing that we talked about was sharing a little bit more about where I come from. So my, first of all, I am a subconscious psychologist. It's probably the best way to describe what it is that I do. I combine the power of subconscious rewiring with conscious transformational coaching I have my own unique methodology that I developed over the last several years called subconscious harmonics. And I work with entrepreneurs and leaders to help them basically stop sabotaging themselves and create the success that they want in their lives. So I have a very integrated approach to transformation that was really born through and from my own experiences. Before I even got into this world, I was a consultant and I worked in large corporate America and I did the like climb the ladder thing. And then the one thing that I recognized over and over and over again is that what enables an organization to thrive are the people and what enables the people to thrive is their ability to know themselves and to manage change and to grow through change. So that's what really got me into the whole world of personal transformation even though I started studying psychology at the age of 11 and got an undergraduate degree in psych and a master's degree in learning and transformation. And so this has like been my passion for a really, really long time. So when I decided to go out and start my own business, it was a bit of a freak accident, actually. I was working with a coach at the time. I was consulting, doing human capital consulting, management consulting, change management, employee engagement work. And I just wasn't feeling satisfied. I wasn't feeling full. Mm -hmm. And she was helping me put together a year long plan to leave and start my own coaching business and consulting business. I got put on the bench and I just knew like, if I don't go now, I'm never going to go. So I did something that I do not recommend to other people, which is just, I leaped without a net. (laughs) (laughs) I just quit my job with nothing underneath me. And then within, I don't know, like 10 weeks, I landed a huge corporate client as a consultant. I gotten several private coaching clients and I got a six figure business up off the ground in about three months. And it was just like off to the races. And in that process, I never really slowed down to consider what kind of business I wanted to build or even what kind of lifestyle I wanted. I knew I wanted freedom, but I didn't really have much strategy in place and any longevity in my vision. So over time, through a series of different events that happened in my life, I began to slowly but surely question that. And I pivoted my business multiple times and eventually got to the place where I was helping other coaches and healers and therapists 
launch and scale their companies because I had actually started my career in sales and marketing. Mm -hmm. Advertising, I worked for ad agencies, doing media buying and planning. So I was teaching them how to market and sell their services. And the one thing that kind of stuck out to me over and over and over again when I was helping them as a consultant was that their inner worlds were keeping them from creating the outer world that they really wanted. So yeah, I ended up seeing this pattern of a lack of worthiness and self-doubt and uh, money blocks and procrastination and avoidance and inaction that was stopping my clients. And the great irony is those exact same things were happening to me at the same time in my business. Yeah, that's really cool when you can be in the space of being where your clients are and, you know, being at the level just a little bit ahead of where they are to help them go through what you've been through, right? I found a, a lot of power in that when working with clients. Absolutely. Yes, and, and that's what I saw. And so what ended up happening to me because of those beliefs is that my husband and I, my ex-husband and I, we're still great friends, but we put everything into storage and moved all of our life over to Spain. And we were going to travel the world and do that freedom Ooh. lifestyle thing. Yeah. Business was working fairly well at the time, but what I didn't have in place were really good systems. And you know, obviously the importance I'm a systems of girl. Systems. <laughs> so I didn't have that. And because I didn't have good systems for running my business and the operations of my business and the marketing of my business, we went and tried to live this lifestyle prematurely. Mm. And while we were in Spain, we went broke. And I could probably have a whole interview just about the experience and telling you that story and what happened to me as a result. You can Um, come back and we will do that (laughs) another time. We will. (laughs) (laughs) I learned firsthand how powerful it is to have those systems in place. And I also learned through that experience that the reason why I got there was because I lacked the self-belief. Mm-hmm. I had deep limiting beliefs that were keeping me from taking the steps that I needed to take in order to build a sustainable, scalable business. And then I awesome. felt the repercussions of all of that. And we had to come back to the States with my tail tucked between my legs and rebuild. And it, fortunately, within about 60 days, we were able to recoup everything. And since then, I've built a quarter million dollar company and continue to grow. And, and I'm very grateful for, for that experience. But what I also learned through that is that I was working with coaches at the time. I was doing yeah. all this conscious. I remember work. that's, that's actually, I met you when you were with your husband and I think you were just starting that academy or something at that time. I was, and I was, I was working too with my own coaches, you know, like mm-hmm. I had, I had coaches that were supporting me, mentors, business mentors that were supporting me. Yet what I discovered was that there was this deeper inner block that mm-hmm. actually was lodged in my subconscious and it's when I met Marissa Peer at that awesome love her she's a wonderful person and brilliant at what she does and I ended up training under her and kind of receiving direct mentorship from her and her husband and I got to learn her methodology rapid transformational therapies so I started doing that on myself and that is really what turned my life around when I began to combine 
the subconscious work with the conscious work and then integrate then my spiritual practices, also somatic healing work, trauma healing work, which I also do with my clients now, do a lot of deep emotional healing. Mm -hmm. Um, Pulling all of that together is what helped me liberate myself from the inner prison that I had created and step forward into the life that I wanted. And now in terms of my lifestyle, I can work from anywhere. Last year, I made almost $250,000. I was working eight to 10 hours a week and I traveled to Europe three times and traveled constantly all over the US and I was in Greece and Italy for seven weeks and working from beaches and, you know, piazzas. And it's like, that's, and and doing good work too, you know, not just like really loving everything. And, 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 and work that meant something to you, which is so, so gratifying, isn't it? So deeply gratifying. And Mm -hmm. You know, and I had even built up my whole business to build a team. I had a big team. At one point, I was spending $25,000 a month on a team to scale the company. And then I canceled. I pulled all of that. I, I pulled the plug on all of it because I realized that the lifestyle and the business yes. that I was building was not mine. It was a vision of what I was told I should be doing. Yeah. And so then I scaled that back and I was like, well, what do I want? Like, how do I want to spend my actual days? This is my business. I can build, build it's a It's your life. Right. I can build a Burger King life. Like everyone's telling me I have to build a burger with pickles and, and lettuce and all this stuff. But like, maybe I just want cheese and a bun and that's enough. And so I am, I am so with you because I am still for the most part solo, except when I had my digital marketing agency, I had three people, but I, I just prefer to have the lifestyle that I have myself. And that's not for everybody, but it does give you a certain lifestyle that you can't have otherwise, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I am so there with you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's for me been the biggest piece is learning that I can, I can build a business that is in alignment with who I am and my state of being and the way that I want to be in the world, and to under understand to get to that place means that I had to do the deeper inner work to figure out what I, what I really was a stand for, for myself. That's awesome. So, so speaking on that, what would you say, what could you share with the people on the summit today about clarity? Well, a lot. <laughs> oh, that's why you're here. So the first thing that I will say is that I'm sure that anybody watching right now has had that experience of what I call spin cycle or mm-hmm. rumination station, where you have the same repeating thoughts and this constant feeling of conflict within yourself. Mm-hmm. And that constant feeling of conflict, do I do this or do I do that? Or I wish I could do this, but I, I'm not smart enough. Or I really wish that I could have this, or I, I see that person doing this, but I'm not, I'm not experienced enough. We have these inner conflicts that we live with every day. And those internal conflicts between the life that we want and the person we think that we are and what we're capable of creating causes this dissonance. And that dissonance keeps us in, 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 in action, right? That constant second guessing, stopping and starting behavior. 
And then that inaction and that second guessing starts to create the cycle of more second guessing. See, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? It's like, like a little spiral. <laughs> yeah. And, and then you just get foggier and murkier and less and less clear as time goes on. So what I do with my clients in the subconscious harmonics method is that I do two things. First, we have to cl create clarity of conscious thought. We have to learn how to be the observer and the witness of our own experience rather than the active participant and player in that experience. We have to learn to see how are we thinking, how are we feeling, and how are we acting to take that step outside of ourselves and witness that. But that in and of itself is not enough. The second piece is that you also need to understand what is the root cause and reason behind why you are not committing to the things that you say you truly want, why you're not actually stepping forward into the life that you want or into the vision that you want? Why are you sabotaging yourself? A lot of people can see themselves doing it. Like they know. They're aware. I knew it. I could feel it happening. But the maddening part is what is causing me to repeat this pattern over and over and over. So what I like to do with my clients using the rapid transformational therapy is get to that root cause and reason. And once you get there, it's like a light bulb goes off. So you talk about clarity. It's like, oh my gosh, because we go back to the scenes in your life where you picked up this belief that you're not worthy of success. We go back to the scenes in your life where you picked up this belief like, I'm not smart enough, I'm not good enough, or this belief that money is dangerous or evil or that it's not available to me, right? That's, so that's a big thing that I've dealt with, not from myself, but seeing in others because I come from a wealthy family in Canada. And, and so I see the way that people view people of affluence Yes. And I'm just like, wow, it's just, it's, yeah, I get it. Yeah, we all have powerful money stories and money beliefs that block us. But the thing is, is that these beliefs are picked up in our childhood. They're from mm -hmm. the ages of two and 11. And then they create an imprint. And that imprint is then driving your life on autopilot without your awareness. Your inner child is in control. <laughs> is in the driver's seat of your life. Your subconscious mind, which is responsible for so many things, the beating of your heart, the, the movement of your, your lungs, and the fact that I'm moving my hands right now without even considering or thinking about it is all subconscious. Yes. Without addressing that part of the brain and the mind you're missing a huge piece and then there's one other essential element that kind of nestles in the middle of that mm -hmm. your emotional self mm. and the fact that we have these deep emotions that are experienced in the body and that most of us don't know how to to connect to move through and release mm -hmm. so when we can start to combine the power of all of that you create deep healing and more importantly, and clarity ending and clarity. Yeah. Who you are and why you're doing the things that you're doing so that you can start to do them differently.
Awesome. Awesome. And that leads me to power, right? Or willpower. And so share with the people uh, on the summit how you in, in your own life or even in your working with your clients, you help people to maintain that power that they receive from clarity, that willpower, because we all know that as entrepreneurs, things, and, and you, were, you were speaking to that a little bit before, in that things don't go right. And what is it within you that helps you power through those times when you're like, oh, I should just quit that, that thing in your head that goes, you're not good enough. You should just quit. Somebody else can do this. Why are you doing this? You know, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. How do you power through that? Well, the way that I look at power is that it comes, it, it, it's, it's a generative resource. It comes from within, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, it's the ability to communicate with myself. I have learned how to communicate with my mind and with my body mm -hmm. in a way that can move me forward towards what it is that I want. Mm -hmm. So that starts with understanding how the mind works right? and what motivates you to behave the way that you behave through this understanding. Marissa Peer, my teacher that I was mentioning before, she talks about the rules of the mind. Mm -hmm. And one thing that is important for everyone to know is that the mind does what it thinks you want it to do and what you tell it to do. So if you are giving yourself words like, I can never do this, I should just give up. I should stop. Your mind is going to be like, okay. Okay. Sure. It creates. Let's do that. <laughs> physical sensations and physical symptoms in the body because the thought creates a feeling and the feeling creates a, a biological response, which then creates an action in the real world, right? Mm -hmm. so you have this whole thing that gets set in motion. So then you have this thought of there's no point, I should give up. And then suddenly this emotion of sadness, grief waves over you. And with that sadness and grief that comes over you, suddenly your body begins to feel tired and heavy and you have an inability to focus. And, and a power drain. And a power drain. And so with all of that, you start to feel powerless. Yes. Because you have not communicated with yourself in a powerful way. Right. So, so like, would you say that one of the keys is making sure that you talk to yourself in a powerful way so that the subconscious that always says, okay, let's do that, gets that message? Yes. The key is one thing to know about the mind is that it doesn't distinguish between good or bad, positive or negative. It'll take whatever you give it. It's kind of, it's like the most stupid and sophisticated computer at the same time, right? It's really dumb. And then it's also incredibly smart. Well, it's, it's kind of like, I, I, I go back to that metaphor of, uh, and I think it was Bob Proctor said, electricity doesn't care what you use it for. You can use it to cook the meat to feed the man, or you can use it to cook the man. <laughs> it doesn't really care. <laughs> it's the same. I love that. That is so perfect, Marty. Yes, yes, exactly. So you, your mind is malleable in that mm -hmm. way. You can 
direct it in whatever place you want. And once you really get that, then you're on to something really big. So what we do when we use subconscious harmonics is not only do we do that consciously, mm-hmm. which you know, we call affirmations, right? Saying words like, I am powerful. Mm-hmm. I am smart. Speaking in the present tense because the mind only responds in the present. Mm-hmm. It does not respond to the past or the future. It only responds to present tense language. So we say, I am smart. I am present. But if the subconscious mind is not wired to receive and accept that phrase, you will continue to battle. It will sabotage. It will sabotage, which is why you have to do the rewiring work and literally change the connection in the neural pathways so that you can allow that circuitry of power to flow. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you continue to block it. So that's the one thing I'll say is like getting your language right, getting your thought patterning correct is one of the first pieces to create that flow. The second thing is to create intentional space for you to actually feel into your own power. Mm -hmm. I love physical movement and embodiment, what's called embodiment practices. Mm -hmm. Actually like feel the power of your physical energy. I think that um, Tony Robbins has one of the most powerful tools that I've ever experienced, which is what he calls his state change process. It's like an NLP thing, but you create an association between a movement and a phrase and that movement and phrase association also creates like an energetic response. And so I really encourage my clients to do things to get back in their bodies as a way to take their power back. Cause when Absolutely. you're just, you're disconnected from all of this, which has so much energy and power and wisdom. So, um, getting into the body, dancing, exercise, um, walking, even just like stretching and moving in some kind of way, pumping your fist a few times. How do you not feel powerful after going, yeah, yeah, like three times? You're going to, right? Absolutely. And uh, my, my coach, Brian Johnson, has this whole thing on your eudaimon, right? Your happiness or your best self, right? And so whenever he starts a call with us, we kind of call in that eudaimon and we put our shoulders back and we feel like the the most powerful version of ourselves. Yes. And that is is so wonderful. And every day he has us like when I come to my desk, right? I greet my eudaimon and go forward into the day. And and I love that practice. Thank you so much for presencing that. Thank you. And I, if I could just add one more thing, and you'll you'll be speaking with Shannon Ray on this. Yeah. My best, she's like my, my best friend and incredibly brilliant woman. And she talks about the circle of power and the concept of power versus control. And one of the things that I will say that I've learned through the years and seven habits of highly effective people and that oh, book, love that. a great book. They talk, he, you know, he talks about the, the circle of influence and control. And one of the things that's critical in taking your power back and claiming your power is also learning what you need to let go of. Mm. And recognizing that you can't control your children. You can't control the economy. 
You can't control even your client's behaviors or your protection. Coronavirus. You can't control the coronavirus. <laughs> you can't control the weather. The only thing that you have power over is yourself. Absolutely. 100%. So learning to release that and then come back to this place is, I think, another really, really important piece. It, it's, it reminds me of uh, some meditations I've done in the path, past of uh, calling your power back to yourself because you're leaking power in so many areas, in areas which you can't control. And so, yeah, love that, love that. Okay, this is good stuff. So our last point, follow through. What structures do you put in place or with your clients do you put in place to help them with follow through? So let's say we, we have the clarity of what we're gonna do and we also have now the power to do that. And what, what do we put in place to have that follow through to actually create, like I always say, I say ideas are not the panacea. Ideas come every day. You know, it's actually the implementation and an execution of an idea that gets you results. Yes, absolutely. So I have a flagship program called Worth to Wealth, and it's a 12-week mm -hmm. program. And we focus on three areas. The first month is self-worth. The second is money blocks. And the third is fearless action month. And Fearless Action Month is all about that. It's about rewiring your mind, it rewiring your conscious to actually become habitual, a habitual action taker. So the first thing that I like to say when it comes to follow through is learning how to be comfortable in the uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Execution means pressing edges and going beyond your comfort zone to execute. Mm. Comfortable and easy to crazy comfort zone. But you have to step outside of your comfort zone and get used to doing things that you don't want to do <laughs> in order to take powerful action and have good, clear follow through. So in my program, we actually rewire the brain to do the most difficult tasks first, to wake up you know, early and to, you know, be disciplined and to take massive action every single day to be structured and to be organized. So I work with people to rewire their mind at the subconscious level, not the conscious level. I tell my clients small but mighty actions every single day is the way to win. Absolutely. You know, I'm a, I'm a growth master and in, in, building a growth in the company, you don't get massive growth by doing these massive things. You get massive growth by shifting little tiny itsy bitsy things within a company. And it's that accumulation. It's kind of like a compound interest, right? Yes, I totally agree. So for me, in the beginning of building my business, I thought I had to do these big things and that the big things were the only thing that would move the needle forward. But what I've realized is that a small, simple action every single day, some of them which are routine mm -hmm. and are, are like um, brushing my teeth for my business, you know, like yeah. I brush my teeth every day. And there's certain things I do every day for my business that are like the equivalent of brushing my business teeth. <laughs> 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 <Not bad. laughs> 
used that analogy before, but there you go. We're, we're going we're gonna to capture that, and we're going to put a meme on that one. <laughs> oh, my God. So, <laughs> ah, spontaneity and creativity, right? Exactly. Um, <laughs> so, you know, there's these routines that we do to manage the health of our business. And then there is also those, like, one small creative action that you take every day. I like to think of myself as a creator. Mm -hmm. um, and every time I send an email or I write, write a Facebook post or I reach out to a potential client or I follow up with an existing client or I talk to my assistant or I put tasks into my, you know, into my tools or whatever it is. I see that I'm creating something. So I reframed it instead of just saying I have tasks. No, I don't have tasks. I have creative items to, com to complete or I get to be creative for this amount of time. And if I am creative for two hours a day, that's enough. I don't need yeah. to work 15 hours a day in order to move. Well, my that's business. not a lifestyle, right? Right. And, and my whole business is, is on having an extraordinary life and business. And yeah, I am right there with you. So it's That's that small, consistent action. And worth to wealth, we have everybody over three weeks who define what we call yes moves. And mm -hmm. every week there's a different yes move that we give people. But in that week or that month, you pick three actions that you're going to take one each week and you get to decide what that is and i've had clients take on you know one client a few years ago or two it was last year actually she had like all this back tax debt she had been burying her head in the sand around for a year and a half and she felt deep guilt and shame over carrying this in her business and her actions that she gave herself were three small steps one each week and the first week was just to look at the debt that's it just to look at it. The second week was to actually make the call to the IRS to figure out how to pay it. And the third week was to go to the bank and actually submit the payment, right? So if she had just tried to sit down and do all of that in one day, she would have gotten overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. Totally overwhelmed. Because it's an emotional thing. Like when we don't take action and we don't follow through. There's usually something underneath that, right? It's always about it's always about your inner game. It's not because it's hard for you to type on a keyboard and send an email. <laughs> the fear that you have of what will happen when you send the email that stops you. Absolutely. So I always go back, and I know I sound like a broken record with everybody, but you've got to go back to doing the deep inner work. If you want to take action every day, the thing that's going to allow you to take that action is to get in communication with yourself, to do that deeper inner healing work, to understand what your triggers are, to, to heal the emotional wounds that you have, to create that harmony between your conscious and your subconscious. Because then taking a little action, sending an email, speaking on a summit, like it's not scary anymore. It's not life-threatening because that's what yeah. our brain tells you like you're gonna die if you you will die if you do that Facebook live <laughs> it literally tells you that it's yeah. irrational so you've got to to do that so the small consistent actions are what creates that habit of familiarity and one of the rules of the mind that Marissa talks about is the mind loves what is familiar mm. And make taking action every day familiar to you and especially if it's uncomfortable small 
uncomfortable actions. That so, be- so it's kind of like the the boiling the frog <laughs> analogy, right? If you turn the heat up a little bit, it doesn't know, right? And although that's a horrible metaphor, everybody knows it. Right. And, and, but that's the thing is that that's the way our mind is too. If you can just get its comfort zone just stretched a little bit, like if you, if you try to punch through the, the comfort zone, sometimes that's just too much. And the resistance is like, I'm not going to let you do that. But if you're just like, okay, I'll just, I'll post a little bit. I'll do a little Facebook live, or maybe I'll just do a little, a little of this over here. Maybe I'll go and speak to a couple of people. Maybe I'll pick up the phone. Little tiny itsy bitsy. And I love that. Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay. So Jess, we're asking all of our speakers if they have a free gift for the people who are coming on the summit. And I'm going to link that below on your speech. But tell us about that. What is that free gift? Yes. So the free gift that I'm offering everybody here is a free hypnosis. It's a 20 trans- Do I get one too? Yes, you do. Of course. Yay! <laughs> of course you do. It's a minute, 20, uh, free 20 minute transfer, rapid transformational recording is what I call them um, for bulletproof confidence. And I love this one. It's one of my favorite ones. And, and I love giving away this confidence one because mm-hmm. I find people start to have this feeling of believing in themselves and they start to have this feeling of confidence in their ability to take action and that they are a worthy person and then they can begin to do the things that they really want so if you are have that rock solid unwavering confidence then you can have the life that you truly desire and that's what I find one one of the things all of my clients want I don't know anybody who doesn't want to feel more confident so that is the offer that I'm giving everybody. And so when you sign up for the recording, you'll get that recording and you'll also get a success guide, which tells you exactly how to use that recording. And it's going to rewire your mind for those beliefs that you are a confident, powerful person. And then for those who feel called, you will be able to take a second step and schedule a call with my team. And on that call, if you're feeling curious about you know, what is this thing about the subconscious mind? What is your work to wealth program? How do I create a harmony between my conscious and subconscious? Then you can have a conversation with actually, she's my lead coach. And she's been working with me now. She's gone through my program. She's been working with me as my lead coach now for two years. Her name is Natasha. And you'll have a conversation with her to see if and how we might be able to support you in your journey to creating the, you know, that extraordinary business and life that you want. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jess. And uh, for those of you who are wondering, Jess is actually quarantining at her partner's house, which is why you see all of that that stuff back there. It's not really her environment. (laughs) We were talking about that at the very beginning, and she's like, oh, it's not ideal. I'm like, you know what? Nobody's really going to care. And yeah, you we're said all... my daddy's about that. My, like I was saying, my, my boyfriend is a Apache attack helicopter pilot and he lives here in Alabama. Well, he's retired now, but anyway, there's all this helicopter stuff and <laughs> I'm in his office. It's... <laughs> so I'm very grateful to be here and he's been such a wonderful, wonderful, like generous soul and, you know, be here in his home for this time. So anyway, yeah. that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, you stay safe out there and 
I look forward to our next interview. We were talking about that earlier. We'll definitely have you back. Thank you, Marnie. Thank you for having me. Bye, Jess. Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you did, please leave us a review. It really helps others to decide if they're going to listen to you. This series has been all about clarity, power, and follow-through. Entire Task can help you get clear with its vision board. It gives you the power to do what's most important with our algorithms and to chunk things down so it's easy to follow through. Check it out at entiretask.com.